If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hello, Saver. Whether you're saving for that trip to the tropics or saving for an emergency, now is the time to take advantage of Wells Fargo's savings options. Wells Fargo offers savings accounts that can help you save towards your goals. So, what are you saving for? Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash save to open a savings account today. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC. More on this, of course, here on Al Jazeera. Stay with us. Israel is still refusing to allow international journalists into Gaza to cover the carnage there. All that they can report on firsthand is the Israeli side. Palestinian reporters risking everything to get the story out. Fifteen members of his own family killed in an airstrike. Why are you imposing a media blackout on journalists who are sharing what's happening on the ground? We don't cover the news. We cover the way the news is covered. The Listening Post. Frank Assessments. Forced displacement, ethnic cleansing, persecution. This seems to be another Nakba. Informed opinions. What we see here is not an act that is meant to change the reality, but rather to maintain it. In-depth analysis of the day's headlines. Do you think even the President of the United States, when he hasn't been able to get a humanitarian pause he's been asking for for days and days, has any sway over Prime Minister Netanyahu? Inside Story on Al Jazeera. Between the 1800s and as recently as the 1990s in Canada, over 150,000 children were taken from their homes and forced into schools that stripped them of their identity and too often their lives. As the search for unmarked graves continues and harrowing revelations emerge, People in Power examines the long-term consequences of that government-funded system. Residential schools, Canada's shame on Al Jazeera. On counting the cost, the UN warns the war on Gaza could set back development in Palestinian territories by more than a decade, while Israel's central bank says the conflict is a major shock to its economy. Plus, how the war is deepening Lebanon's economic crisis. Counting the cost on Al Jazeera. Rashes, itchy skin, itchy eyes, swollen lips, swollen tongues, allergies can present in many forms. They could be simple or fatal. Join Dr. Koy and I today as we discuss allergies, what you should look out for, how they should be managed, and how to prevent fatalities. This is The Baby Doctor with me, Bernice Abubedulansa. We'll be back with more. Do stay. When you enter any of our COIN facilities, you will be met by our pleasant front desk officers 
where your child will be registered in our system, after which you will be led to the nurse's station. Our competent nurses will triage your child and the needed first aid care will be given when necessary. Your next point will be the consulting room. Our proficient and friendly doctors will examine your child and give the appropriate diagnosis and treatment. From the consulting room, you may require the services of our laboratory, which is managed by highly skilled laboratory scientists, and then to our well-equipped pharmacy. When it becomes necessary to admit your child, you will be nursed in either a general ward or private ward according to your preference. At COI, we aim at giving you the best, your child's well-being, our passion. staying on the baby doctor with me Bernice Abubedu Lansa. We are discussing allergies today and uh, allergies are important because in some cases they can be life-threatening. You've heard some people say allergies is uh, something for the rich man. For those of us in this part of the world we do not have allergies but over the years we've seen increasingly that there are a lot of children presenting with allergies. We want to know what causes allergies and answer all the questions around them. Why do some children outgrow them? What exactly leads to that? And helping me have this discussion on allergies is Dr. Koi, pediatrician at Koi Pediatrics in Tema Community 25 and 6. She's got these two facilities that run a 24-hour service for your children. And when we say children here, you know what I mean, right from day one till they are 18 years. You can pay her a visit or just search her on Google. Hello, Doc. Hello, Ben. It's good, good to, to have you here once again. And okay. today we are talking about allergies. And, you know, we often hear it, hear it being said here in Ghana that allergies, and those of us who are born in the hard places, you know, <laughs> you know, we start hustling from a young age. We have nothing to do with allergies. But what exactly causes allergies? Thank you, Benice. And hello, everybody. <laughs> allergies are when the body is responding to things. We call them allergens, the things that the body does not like. Yes. And so, yes, in the past, I think now worldwide, we are getting more cases of people who have allergies. So it's not only in it's Ghana. To us. No. It's, and I think it's because there's more exposure to the allergens. Some of the allergens, the insulting agents on our bodies and some of the things that we eat and ingest prime us up. So what happens is that it's like a, a reaction so you ha you have the genetic predisposition you are prone to having allergies some people are born prone to having allergies but then when they come into contact with what we call the allergens that is the things that will bother them then they will develop the reaction okay so the first day he takes it he'll be fine but as the body gets exposed to that same thing then the body's immune system develop 
a reaction and produce some things we call mast cells, IgG. I don't want to confuse everybody. But some cells begin to develop more and produce more of soldiers to fight the contraband. And so when the person takes in the, the allergen, then the body begins to, to react. Mm-hmm. The allergens can be something in the environment. Okay. You breathe in, you mm-hmm. touch. It could also be something that you, you put in. Sometimes it's something in the environment, and so your eyes will begin to complain. Yes, so the allergens can be varied. It's not necessarily food all the time. Yes. So you, the predisposition, the likelihood that I will have a reaction to some things is genetic. Mm. But I need the things to come into contact with me for me to have the reaction. So the genes may be there, but the reaction will be later in life mm. as I get more and more exposed to the allergens. If I'm not exposed to it, I won't react to it. Okay. Okay. Mm. And because you said it's the rich man, this I want to, you know, um, studies have shown that of all the people who are born, those who are born with no history of allergies in their family at all, 12% may have the genes for allergic reaction. Mm. And if you have one parent who has some allergies, and then, then the risk is about 30 to 50% that you will have allergies. So if we have a child and we know that a parent has some form of allergies, yes, and if both parents do, then it's like 80%. Mm that you have the genes for it. So as to when it will manifest, we don't it's know. a different question to answer. But then the person is, is prone to it. And I must say, in Ghana, many of the times, we say those of us in the hard area, we didn't have allergies. It's because people were oblivious to what allergies, how they manifest. Mm. And so it's one of my fun time in hospital. When some, a child comes and you ask, anybody has any allergies? Oh, no, in my house, we don't have any allergies. And then that is, oh, me too, no, but and then you start asking, does anybody sneeze a lot when the place is dusty, doesn't like strong perfume, wraps in the eyes a lot in the morning? Is, then you start pointing, oh, then they start pointing fingers at each other. Or they, then one, oh, you have a rash when you wear um, a metal which is not pure metal. Mm-hmm. By the time I'm halfway down my list of possible manifestations, you see parents laughing at each other because both of them actually have allergies. But they didn't know. They didn't know. Yes. I know a, a, an example of a, of a lady who realized she was allergic to certain ingredients because her child was showing a worse form of reaction to it. Correct. So there again, you're looking at probabilities here because you know, you're talking about genetics. And some may manifest a, 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 a worse form of a reaction than others, right? Yes, because the person is being introduced more to it. Because I told you that a genetic is there, but mm-hmm. you have to be primed up. Okay, and of course, I said 80% likely that your child will have if you already, two of you have some. So that means it increases. It's more of an additive, additional measure. Mm-hmm. If my parents had it, I may <laughs> also have it. And the beauty of it is many of the younger generation are being exposed to more allergens than we had the privilege of being primed up. For example, cow milk. In our days, we were measuring milk with teaspoon or tablespoon per meal. Now we pour. We don't measure. Mm. Okay, so if, for example, I was allergic to cow milk, what volume of cow milk did I take in my whole childhood anyway? Okay. I took two teaspoons four times like a whole week. Mm. 
Now my child may take half a tin at a meal time. And so if both of us were sensitive, who will get the reaction faster and earlier? The child. My child. Because mm. they are being introduced to more of it. More of it. And even at a younger age. Okay. I may have finished growing up before I started tasting chocolate and having an appetite, developing taste buds to it. Or we got chocolate once in a whole year. If I'm allergic to chocolate once a year, how often will my cells get contact with chocolate so that I start breaking out on chocolate? Mm. But my home now, chocolate is always in the fridge. So if your child is always going to help himself, he will break out okay. earlier. So mm. that's why these are some of the reasons. Mm. It makes sense. So it's possible for even two parents to have the genes that allow for them to have children that have allergies to certain ingredients or um, certain things in the environment. But a particular child may be the only one who has it. Yes. Yes, because we all know that conception is always a game of chance. It's just like how somebody can have 10 boys. Another person can have 10 girls. Mm. And it's always 50-50 at every concession. And why one person always misses the other 50 and takes the one 50 is always... <laughs> it's one of the questions only God can answer. So that's how it is. Mm. So we can have the genes. One, it will skip one person. The others may have it. And, and that's how it is. Doc, take us through the common ingredients that are likely to cause allergies in children. Uh, we'll, we'll start from what we ingest and then we move to the other things in the environment. Okay, so I think, um, let me put in a disclaimer here. That the things people react to are so, so varied. Okay, but then there are some common ones. And so we know, for example, cow milk, egg, tends to be common, and peanuts, or granuts as we call it in Ghana, and then some of the plant nuts, will, will, people will react to it, cashew, whatever, and then also shelf, shellfish. So we hear a lot about people who react to shrimps, yeah. and people who react to fish, yes, and so these are common ones, and so we advise that you don't hurry to introduce them. But then, it doesn't mean those are the only allergies. And then when it comes to the environment too, people will react to some dust mites, people react to some grass, people react to dust and all that. So it, it varies, it varies, it varies. But then these are the big groups. But I must say that the fact that your child has a reaction doesn't mean you quickly go for this list and start taking him off every meal. By the time you are done, you have a malnourished child on your hand. Okay, so this brings me to my next question. Does a child have to react to something for a certain number of times before you can comfortably say that this child is allergic? Because like you said, it could probably be something that triggered that rush or whatever it is that we are um, assuming to be an allergic reaction. Or when the child reacts once, we know that that's an allergy for sure. Oh, I think it depends on what it is. Some are so dramatic. Mm. You mm. don't need a second experience. Okay. Because the second experience may be super expensive. And some too are very neither here nor there. So you may need what, two more or three to confirm that, oh, this is it. So yes, you need a lot of observation. 
and then some knowledge and experience. So what are the dramatic signs and symptoms here? The dramatic ones sometimes, the ones we call anaphylactic reactions, sometimes you are having difficulty in breathing, there's a whole breakout on your skin, your body is getting swollen and all. So those are dramatic. If, if you eat something and suddenly you cannot breathe, it's dramatic, right? And so that's it. But then there are others that are rash here and it goes away. The next time the rash comes back, all that happens to you is scratching a bit. Mm. You put some cream on it and, and, and it, it resolves. So those are the mild ones. And if I could, I could classify, you know, we have different kinds of allergic reactions. Okay. We have the eye. We have what we see with the nose. And then sometimes our chest and then the skin. Okay. And so the eye, you may see the red eyes um, tearing up. And then sometimes you see browning of the white of the eye because they've been rubbing. And then darkening of the, the area around the eye because they keep rubbing. Yeah, so those are things that suggest you that a child has, we call it allergic conjunctivitis. The okay. eye has allergies. Then the nose sneezing a lot, running nose. Not every running nose that is common cold or an infection. Okay. And then sniffing, sometimes the ear, frequent ear complaint. And then you hear them clearing their throats. Mm. They wake up and they are coughing or sneezing. They sneeze for a while. And then, so everybody knows when they wake up in the house because they will announce they are waking up. <laughs> and then after a while, they settle down. So those are some of the uh, features. Always blocked nose, trying to get something out, which no nothing comes out anyway. And then the chest, of course, we know famous asthma. Yes, and then the allergy coughs and things. So, and of course, our skin. Eczema is the popular person. Mm. Yes, and that one, I must say, is common in children. Yes, normally under one. And normally when you see eczema in a child, that child may have sensitivity issues. Um, yes, and so it's one of the things... We know it occurs in children with allergies. It does not mean every child with eczema has, has allergies. an allergy. But then when you see eczema in a child, you should have an open mind mm. and look out for the likelihood that that child may have allergies when they, they grow up. Mm. Yes. And, and so here, the allergies here could be, because I heard of a story where her lady said her child would have skin irritation if she wore that child anything but cotton. Yeah. So that's the kind of reaction we are talking about Yes, here. some have contact dermatitis, so they react to the other fabrics. Mm. So that's it. But the eczema, you see the, 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 the dry cheeks, and then sometimes some light colors around, patches around the neck, mm. and then the elbow. And here. And then, thank you, behind the behind knee. Behind the knee. Yes, and it's, it's quite uncomfortable. Mm. So that's eczema. And then sometimes the whole skin feels dry. You have dry rashes on the abdomen and all. And the child keeps rubbing his hand or some on the face. Mm. And it's uncomfortable, especially when it's warm. It gets more uncomfortable when they are warm. So they will get very fussy when it's cool. Okay. Then they are okay. So those are those are the typical. So, so it's eczema. not because you had that child. Usually, <laughs> I heard somebody say that. Oh, this my my child doesn't like heat because I gave it to him in an air conditioned room. No, it's a myth. It's probably because the child may have yes. eczema. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Yes. So, 
our body's coping mechanisms <laughs> are determined in utero. So that your AC room, f 10 minutes in there, <laughs> cannot determine somebody's body composition and how he responds to it. Right. Doc, so let's, let's do this. Um, when do we usually see children show signs of allergies? Is it when we wean them off breast milk and they start taking... I remember when we did feeding, you encouraged that we don't throw so much at, at them because then it will be difficult to determine if there's a reaction, which particular food caused it. When is, when is it, or which time, rather, do we usually determine that children have allergies? Is it during breastfeeding? Is it possible to determine it there? Or it's usually done when they are weaning and eating on their own? You can determine at any time. It's just that, as I initially indicated, you have to be exposed to the allergens. Okay, and so for those who may have strong allergies, if the allergens are being passed through the breast milk, they may show the signs, but you need time. And so if he was being introduced to you, normally the first month, he's not likely to show much. So even those who start early, you realize that you may have been feeding the child breast milk exclusive. There may be three months, four months, that's when you start seeing the rash. Okay. Because he's been introduced to the allergens for, for a while. But then the average child, normally the reactions start showing after they start eating. Mm -hmm. And then we normally will see them from one year on upwards. The environment ones which are in the house will show up early, and the food ones. But then the external ones shows up later when they start running around. Because, you know, when he's younger, he spends more time indoors. Yes, and so he realizes that his nose runs and all that. And then... I must add one of the areas that you can have allergies is your tummy. I think I left like, that out. You okay. can have diarrhea. Internally. You can vomit. Yes. Oh, okay. And so the skin will give you a rash, but the tummy will also complain. Mm -hmm. In his way, you can have abdominal cramps after they take, so they have severe pain. They are vomiting, and then they don't know why. And after a while, it stops because the contraband leaves <coughs> the system, yes. And so, yes, so we normally will start seeing the signs around one year beyond. Okay, and then by two years, three years, it gets worse. Yes, because then you've been exposed to so much. Mm. And then you begin to, and there's something we call the allergy match. Allergies don't all show on one day. So sometimes you are okay with something. After a while, you begin to react. And mm. so they manifest differently because the exposure levels vary. Okay. And the body's response to some allergies also vary. Yes, so as I was jokingly talking about chocolate, that if when you were young, you were eating chocolate once uh, a year, mm. then maybe at 10 years, you get access to daily supply of chocolate. Okay. Your reaction will show at 11, 12 years. All right. So you wonder why all these years... It didn't show. It didn't show. Okay. Okay, because you have been into priming yourself up until now. And now, as if it's not enough, you are even eating them in large quantities. And so you begin to have problems. Mm. Okay. What is the danger in trivializing allergies? Because there are some people who say, oh, it's just a common rash. I mean, that's all I can afford. He should eat it. I mean, after a while, it will go. What's the danger in that? I think it's you are being unfair and you are being insensitive because it's very uncomfortable, okay? And I always say if you put yourself in that poor person's shoes, 
you wouldn't have dealt with it that way. And there's no home that can afford only one meal. In fact, there's no benefit in eating one thing all the time. We talked about variety. We talked about, so if I am reacting to bread, which has wheat, can you give me yam? Okay. Or plantain. Or gari, which is easily available, yes. And so instead of insisting I eat bread and margarine, can I eat gari and beans? That's also good. Okay, so yeah. So I think, and you should know, there are some allergies. They say, oh, you grow out of it. Mm. It's one of the interesting things. For some allergies, you grow out of it, yes. Okay. But continuous introduction of it to the child daily will not help the child grow out of it. Okay. Doc, I'm happy you said this because <laughs> um, there was somebody who was telling me that there is a strategy to get the child to get used to it. So introduce it to them in little bits until they're able to cope. So let's use milk as an example. If you gave them half a teaspoon or half a tablespoon and they reacted, reduce it. Keep that for a while and then after a while, pick it up a bit. They claim that will help the child come out or, uh, you know, break free from the allergy. Well, I've not seen any research to support that. But I know that milk, um, soya, wheat, egg allergies tend to... People grow out of them Okay. after a while. Okay. I know for milk, for those of us from African sub-region, we have another problem. We get lactose intolerance. So that's another story. We begin Almost to every Ghanaian is lactose. It is something that happens as we grow. So when you are younger, you are able to drink the milk. As you grow, you become more lactose. In, the, 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 the enzymes that take care of the lactose, the soldiers in there, they diminish. So now when you take the same quantity of milk, there are no soldiers to take care of them. They begin to bloat so... Like when you travel abroad and you think you've seen fresh milk, you play with that fresh milk for a while. If you are not careful, you fall sick. Mm -hmm. But you see these Caucasians drinking them in gallons, yeah. and they don't have a problem. We do better with the semi-skimmed and the low-fat mm -hmm. one. But if we try the fresh milk, <laughs> so if you do a survey of those who've traveled abroad, many of them started on the fresh milk gallon, and they, they, they advise themselves after mm -hmm. a while. Mm -hmm. yeah, so that is it. The milk, when those ones can, you can grow. But I know it doesn't mean you have to give small doses to, 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 to treat the allergic reaction. If the child has a major problem, you may get it worse. Mm. Okay? But when it comes to the peanuts and the shellfish and things, it can be quite bad. And so don't bother. And after all, if you can't take granola soup and you can take palm oil soup, it's all soup. Mm. <laughs> so... Or garden egg soup is even cheaper. So I don't think we have to expose the children to so much mm. discomfort in the name of treating their allergies. Mm. And I must add that when we see them sniffing and sneezing and clearing their throat, rubbing their eyes, instead of shouting at them to stop because it's a bad habit, let's get help for them right. because they are uncomfortable. And it's not because they want to have a bad habit. All right, okay. Doc. We will be back to talk about the help you can give to kids who have allergies. Mind you, these can be very distracting 
They can affect their education, affect their social life. And in some cases, allergies can lead to fatalities. Dr. Koyan and I will be back with more. When you enter any of our Koi facilities, you will be met by our pleasant front desk offices where your child will be registered in our system, after which you will be led to the nurse's station. Our competent nurses will triage your child and the needed first aid care will be given when necessary. Your next point will be the consulting room. Our proficient and friendly doctors will examine your child and give the appropriate diagnosis and treatment. From the consulting room, you may require the services of our laboratory, which is managed by highly skilled laboratory scientists, and then to our well-equipped pharmacy. When it becomes necessary to admit your child, you will be nursed in either our general ward or private ward according to your preference. At Koi, we aim at giving you the best, your child's well-being, our passion. Baby doctor, I am Bernice Abubedu Lanza, and I am here with Dr. Koi. She loves babies. Today, we are talking about allergies. We've already established what causes allergies, and uh, we've told you what to look out for. We have shared the important information about allergies not just being. Um, caused by what we ingest, but also what we apply to our skins, uh, what we wear, what's in the environment and the atmosphere around us. Just before we took that breather, Doc was telling us about getting help for children with allergies. They can be distracting and affect them in education and in so many things. So, Doc, what kind of help do we need to get children who have allergies? Okay, let me start this way. One... For allergies, parents also need to be a, a lot, um, to be very observant and to note what their children may be reacting to. And so you may do your own a bit of self-investigation and the, because it's even helpful when you go to the hospital. I know people sometimes quickly want to do an allergy screen, mm. but doctors need sometimes a bit of guidelines because you can't write a blank check. Okay. and send it to the lab person that fill it as you feel, you, you wish. There are some common allergens, but some children don't, have the common, don't react to the common allergens. I have a child who reacts to garlic. Garlic? Yes. Wow. It's supposed to be very healthy and nutritious, but then... So it doesn't, he, the child is okay with your rice, he's okay with the peanut butter, he's okay with the milk... The milk. He doesn't have a problem with soya bean, but he has a problem with garlic. Okay, and so that is it. I've had I'm, a few. I'm just curious about how the, the the reaction presents. It's a rash, a skin rash. Okay. She breaks out and she scratches her whole body. Wow. To garlic. To garlic. Never heard that. That's yeah. And I met a client who also got a lot of headaches. 
Wow. Yes, from so it varied. I've had a child who would not take prickles and all those things, and mm. they are not common allergens. Mm. So you need to be a bit observant. And what I mean is, if he reacts, just do a dietary recall and note it down. Mm. Don't try and figure it out. You note it down. The next time you feed again and you see the reaction, go do a recall, and you may find one There's thing which common. is which is common. Yes. Two, see your doctor. See your doctor because there are some tests that can be done. Or sometimes from the history that you present and the information you share from your observation, the doctor can, can figure out who is the problem. Yes, I had a child who had a lot of, who was always coughing, was pretty unwell. And they were thinking of every, they had virtually eliminated everything in the food. Guess what it came out to be when he did, initially I suggested allergy screen, they said no, they went somewhere, they took a pineapple, everything except, I mean, then we did a test and he was reacting to dust mite. And daddy had just bought a new sofa. Ah. And the boy will not sit still. Okay. So he somersaults in the sofa, he's excited, mm. Mm. then he gets a reaction. Mm. His skin was terrible. Okay. okay. And so it was pretty funny. So all the food were not his problem. His problem was the sofa. The sofa. He wakes up, he goes into the sofa, he finishes eating, he goes into the sofa, he gets a reaction. So everybody was pointing to the food. Okay. But it was the sofa. Mm. He took the sofa out of the house and there was a third day I've not seen him. Yeah. So it can be that tricky. It's just to let you know how tricky it can be. But mm. some observation is helpful. And then there are tests that can be done. But please don't just walk in and say, I want to do an allergy test. Okay. You can test for so many things. Mm. There's even pollens, right? Yes, pollens. So, so those are the flowers. environment flowers. Some people, mm. you realize, they know start running when the weather changes or when the trees are budding. Mm. The flowers are coming out. So those who have the four seasons, it's easier sometimes to, to observe that um, during spring and autumn, this is happening, and then in winter, yes. But then for us who have two seasons, sometimes. So you notice that whenever he goes into the garden, his, uh, he's rubbing his eyes, his nose is watering. Pollens are there, all the dust, mm. or exhaust fumes. Mm. These are common ones for the eye and the nose. Or even the fur from the pets, the cats and Thank the dogs. Thank you. And all yes. those ones. I think it's, an, it's, an, it's a, a place a lot of parents do not pay attention to. Yes. And mm. now, you know, Ghanaians are getting exotic. In the past, our pets stayed away from us. They sleep mm. with us. Now, we, 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 we are learning fast. And so we are having the poodles and the other things that the children are, are so close to. So, yes, fair is one of the common. And then carpets, mm. because of the dust mite I took, talked about. These ones are tiny germ organisms that stay in fluffy areas. So the teddy bears, the blankets the duvets that we put on the children, oh, wow. the floor rugs, the carpets, mm. the, the fluffy sofas. Mm. Yes, so these are all things that you may want to look at if you have a child who is having all these funny symptoms you are talking about. Because sometimes all you need to do is to take out the carpet, the rug, and the child is fine. Okay, so those are some of the common ones that we see around. Before you jump to food, and begin to put the child on a special diet. And then if you want to look at the food, you, you feed and, you know, I said don't even introduce 
too many things at a time. So you can do elimination and introduction, elimination and introduction. If you are struggling, after you've done this for about a month or two, just share your findings and all that you've done with your doctor. Mm. And then your doctor, based on what you share with him or her, will be able to know what is best mm. for the child. Mm. Yes. And so that's what I would say. Mm. Doc, I mean, at this point, do you've told us that some children outgrow certain allergies. Some may begin to show reactions later in life. It doesn't mean it was not there. It could probably be that they are now being exposed to larger doses of the allergens which are producing the reactions. Do children with allergies have to be on constant medication? Or um, you give them the medicine as and when they react? Yes and no. It depends on which allergic reaction the child is. For example, if the child is asthmatic, and it has been defined, you know, we, we kind of classified. There are some categories that will have to be on medication almost every day. Mm. Unless we know what the offending agent is, and then we pull it out. So for some children, you just get to know the allergen. You pull out the allergen, and the reaction will stop. So then there's no need for the antihistamine. Mm. But then it is not right to unilaterally say, he's taking too much, then you stop then the child is suffering. And for many children where we have, they even have to stop. I think I should share this. Many parents make that mistake. After five days, six days, they think, oh, he's had enough of it. He, the symptoms are better. Then you stop. As soon as you stop, the reaction flares up again. Mm. So the advice is that he stays on it long enough for the cells to be under control, be managed by your doctor, and then when it's time to stop, we tell you off. We don't stop one. Mm. Okay, so we, we tell you off and so that the child body, because you are trying to suppress some cells who are upset. Okay, and we all know that when we are suppressing somebody with a bad behavior, I mean, when you are molding, <laughs> I shouldn't say suppress, molding a bad behavior, shouting once or twice, do not do it. You have to be repetitive in the correction. And then after a while, the mm. person will Will, will be molded. So that's the same thing with these cells, the allergens. Mm. When you expose them for a while, then they go haywire. But then the person may have had the predisposition. And if you are controlling the allergies, please don't do hit and run, hit and run, hit and run. But if the child has been on, been well controlled for a long time, we can we take up you off the medication. Mm -hmm. And then as and when you are exposed to, so for example, this child I'm talking about who is allergic to garlic. So whenever she's going to eat something with garlic, she knows she's going to be in trouble, so she will take her antihistamine. Okay. Or have it available. Okay. Uh-huh, because... But if she's eating all her usual meals without the garlic, she, she doesn't need, need an antihistamine. Mm -hmm. So it appears to me that those who may have to be on an antihistamine for a long time are those probably reacting to the environment because um, they leave home to school, you don't know what they're going to encounter... It's my theory or analysis, right? I think you are right. It's, the environmental is a little more difficult to manage mm. than the food allergy. Well, food allergies, if you know them, you just take their food out mm. and there's peace. Mm. Unless you don't know which of them. But the environment, if it's dust and you live in an area in Ghana, even if you don't live in that area, you will drive through a dusty area. Mm. And so for such a person, then the antihistamine will be useful. Mm. 
But when it comes to food, I think it's the easiest to eliminate. Right. Because you have control. Mm. Doc, talking about food reminds me of another story I, I was told about of a child being allergic to a certain spice. So here again, the, they struggled because they couldn't figure it out. Okay, is it, is, is, is it milk? What is it? Is it? But it was a, a particular spice that was being introduced. So here, it usually is the test that tells you, right? Because yes. if you are allergic to cinnamon or to curry or to um, rosemary or to mint, whatever it is, <laughs> the test can tell you. Mm. But sometimes the test will draw blanks. Depend on what, because the test is testing against specific things. Okay. The allergy mm. test, they've given you the allergens and they are testing the body, child okay. against them. Okay. So if the group of allergens selected does not include Includes. cinnamon okay. and all the others, then we may test because we are chasing granite, we are chasing wheat, we are chasing rice, maize, yes. But then there are tests for spices too. And now they have those panels, they call them panels, allergy panels. We'll have some of the cinnamon, I have some who are allergic to types of onions and things. Yes. It's quite an interesting journey, I must say. Mm. Yes. So, but it, it gets very tricky. So that's when observations um, get in, become helpful. I have one of my own reacts to bicarbonate. Oh, wow. Yes. And so if the food has any bicarbonate, you know, and some pastries have it, mm. some don't. So if you are not careful, you think the problem is the wheat. Okay. But the problem was the bicarbonate. And she doesn't take any of the spices, any of the gluten, she will react. So, so if you do any artificial spice, mm. there's a reaction. Okay, so if you were looking at the peanut butter and the chicken, you take all the food out if you are consistently using these spices. spices yes. So here's what we're trying to do. We're trying to open your mind to the possibilities, right? And not for you to focus on the usual. If you're someone who's struggling to figure out what your child may be allergic to, we've spoken about first, we've talk, spoken about um, dust mite, which is in fluffy objects. We've spoken uh, even about spices. And Doc just mentioned onions. I'm just... It's the first time I'm hearing that someone could be allergic to onions. So we are learning a lot here on the baby doctor. Doc, allergies can be fatal. Yes. We don't hear a lot of that here. I don't know if it's because we may not be gathering the statistics around that. But I've read and I've heard of stories in other places where policy has been created as a result of the death of a certain child. In, in the UK, I know of a story of a boy who was terribly allergic to peanut butter and died as a result of bullying because his friends thought he was just being uh, a mommy's boy and threw the peanut butter sandwich in his face and he died because he had a terrible reaction. I read the story of a girl again in the UK who went to the airport to buy something and because she knew she was allergic, she decided to find out. And in advanced places, the allergic information is on the label actually, so it was there. But they realized that there was, like I'm saying in the spice, there was a sub-ingredient, something that was used to produce a certain ingredient which she was allergic to. Unfortunately, she died mid-air in her journey, even though she had an EpiPen. And I'd just like for you to share with us what an EpiPen is and how it's used, because you are the doctor. I won't <laughs> do justice to that. But <clears throat> allergies can be fatal. You've told us about what to look out for. 
difficulty breathing. But I've also read about swelling of the tongue, which can happen progressively and create that difficulty in breathing. So someone may think that, oh, it's just a little swell I'm seeing here. Share with us some of the things, allergic reactions that lead to fatalities and uh, how we can begin as a people to pay more attention to that. Okay, thank you. Yes. You know, I talked about swellings of the body. So any reaction, the worst ones are the ones that affect your cardiorespiratory. Anything that blocks your airway, it's a problem. And so, as you said, the tongue was swelling, then the throat swells. And when the throat swells, it closes up. You can't breathe, and so you will die. Likewise, if your chest is tight, there's asthma attack. It gets tighter. The more anxious you get, it gets worse. You can't breathe. If you are not nebulized, when we don't use the inhaler or we don't use the nebulizer to take off the spasm because the chest... The lungs go into spasm, and when, when you tighten up, air can't go in, right? And then you are more agitated, and so you are trying to breathe, and then the air is getting more trapped. So you see them coughing and coughing and coughing, mm -hmm. and then they start panting. So whenever you see anybody who is struggling to breathe, it's a major emergency. You and, and Doc here, yeah, struggling to breathe means what? Because there are some people who are torn between, is this just a usual congestion where the child is doing, how do I tell if this I is a real struggling breathing to breathe. problem? When you see somebody struggling to breathe, he breathes faster okay. than usual. Okay. And then sometimes if it's a child, you raise the shirt and you see that the ribs are going in and out okay. because he's struggling to breathe. On a normal day when we are breathing, Our ribs don't move. they don't go in the opposite direction. And then sometimes you see that there's this gap around under, in our neck and it's going in. When you are breathing normally, yes, where you are pointing is good. Mm. You're breathing normally, there's nothing called a tag there. We call it a tracheal tag. Mm. So when you see somebody breathing more, putting in more effort to breathe, using all the, we call them accessory muscles, additional muscles to breathe, then that person is struggling. Yes, and more often than not, they want to go into the open space. And you realize the person is restless and uncomfortable. Yes, sometimes when they are in public, they will try to manage it. But you can tell that the person is not comfortable. Those are signs that that person needs urgent help. Asthmatics die often. Yes. And sometimes we think it's the children, no, even adults, because they think, oh, it's the usual stuff. I can manage it uh, using my inhaler. If you use two, three puffs and you are not getting the relief that you are Drive used to, to please move. Mm. Even in the well-developed places with all the resources, many people die en route to hospital. By the time the ambulance comes, the person is unconscious at home and it's gone. So I think when it's... Any allergic reaction that affects your breathing, it's an emergency. Any one that makes you very uncomfortable and restless, it's an emergency. Go to the hospital. And you write, you see peanut, it will kill you in, in, because, you know, I said they don't, even, they, don't, they don't leave you. Yeah. You grow with it. And those ones can be very aggressive, like those who are allergic to shellfish. They are in a restaurant, they eat up. something, they swell up. And when you are swelling up on the face, know that the other mucosa, the other parts of your body are also swelling up. Mm. And so it is a major emergency. You sit there before you say, Jack, your friend you were chatting with is gone. It's gone. Doc, yes. what's an EpiPen? How is it used? Do we use it often in Ghana? 
No, we don't use it often in Ghana. It's EpiPen. It's, it's a pen that has measured dose of antihistamine. Okay. So uh, epinephrine, EpiPen. So when you have severe allergic reaction, mm. you inject it in your skin so that it will stop the, the reaction from continuing. Mm. Yes, but for those, for her in particular, so that's why she has an EpiPen. She has very mm. bad reactions whenever she takes in whatever it was. Mm. And so, but it looks like the EpiPen couldn't help because normally it's a, it's a first aid. Mm. Okay. Uh -huh. So when she noticed she wasn't well, ideally, she should have gone in the air. Mm. Mm -hmm. You should have gone to the hospital. Mm. Interesting. I trust you've learned something really important here. Doc's message to you is for you not to think that you can manage an aggressive form of an allergic reaction. Rush to the nearest health facility and get an intervention. Well, it's been exciting today, but we have more tips for you. Watch this. Allergies occur in people who have genes that make them prone to allergic reactions and are frequently exposed to allergens. That is, what their bodies don't like. The body takes time to mount a reaction to allergens, so contact with the same thing can occur many times before a reaction occurs. Allergic reactions can present as itchy eyes, throats, ear and skin, red eyes, rashes and swellings of parts of the body and difficulty in breathing. Delay the introduction of formula and processed foods to protect your children from severe forms of allergies. Hello, do you have any questions for your baby doctor? Send a video or text to 0557-456-211. Would love to hear from you. So those are our tips for you today. And before we go, in just a minute, Doc will be sharing with you what the first aid should be on your way to the hospital. Remember what we said about aggressive forms of reactions. You need to visit the nearest hospital. But what should you do en route to the hospital? I think on, 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 en route to the hospital, Every person who has somebody with allergies may have had an encounter before, and so you may have been given some medications to manage it, which you may have some left, and so you must always have an antihistamine at home. So if the child begins to react, give your antihistamine before you set off. Please, if you don't have at home, don't say you are sending somebody to the shop to go and buy and wait. Mm. No. And when you give the antihistamine, don't say he always gets it, so I'm watching. You no. Know. Antihistamines are things like pyritin, like um, hysterizin. We have the rising. Claritin is one of them. And then the, there's loratidin, which is areas, is also one of them. So these are ones that your doctor may have given you in the past. Always have some. And for those who are asthmatic, you should always have an inhaler, which has not expired and which is not empty and for the asthmatics you know when you know how to manage them well they can have no attack for a very long time so they get complacent and you get complacent and the bad day always i don't know what is about night and and, and and drama and when it happens you you don't have your inhaler or any emergency and if you don't have that at home for an asthmatic that is quite significant so i think you should always know what works for your child and you should always have some at home.
Mm. But even when you have it at home, after your first dose, if within 30 minutes you are not seeing the expected improvement, please proceed to hospital. Mm. And remember to tell your doctor what you've done okay. when you arrive. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Doc. And I would just like to add that uh, for a friend of mine who is asthmatic, what she believes should be done by asthmatics like her. So is to have, if you can afford it, have about three or four in vantage spots. Because usually sometimes under an attack, you can't express yourself. Where's your, where's your inhaler? Everybody's asking, where's your inhaler? And you want to tell them it's in the bag or in the purse, in the bag that you took to church on Sunday, and you can't speak. So everybody knows that if we need an inhaler to... Um, help in getting first aid for you. We can either find one in the kitchen or in the bathroom or here. So if you can afford it, uh, that's just some additional tip from an asthmatic that you can employ. Thank you so much, Dr. Coy. Dr. Coy is with Coy Pediatrics. They are located in Tema Community 6 and 25. It's a specialist children's hospital. Okay? So from day one or from zero years to 18 years, or right, 18 years. You can visit Koi Pediatrics for all your health needs, and Dr. Koi will be there. She's got a wonderful team with her, and they love children to bits. So it's open 24 hours. You can go there and get the best of health care for your children. Also, Azel Vogue clothed me. Very beautiful dress I have here. Uh, you can get one for yourself or you can get one made to your specifications. Call Azel Vogue on 0244 Or visit her page on Instagram, Azel Vogue, and see all that she's got for you. For all occasions, she definitely will sort you out. And what can I say to Think Media, where we are bringing you this wonderful program from. They are your experts when it comes to everything media and creativity. Do contact them. Uh, if you've got a project to work on, they will gladly help you. And to you for doing the watching, I appreciate you. Much love to you and your household. And don't forget to always keep the children happy, because happy children make a happy home. See you in our next edition. Now bigger and better. From 3rd November to 3rd December, just enjoy flaming hot Black Friday unbeatable deals in all Melcom stores nationwide and online. It's time to shop like never before. Melcom Black Friday is back and now live. Terms and conditions apply. Melcom, where gotta shops.
Your favorite TV game show, Step Up, is back with another amazing season. This time, we are stepping up with Syntax Tank. Step up with Syntax Tank. We'll see contestants answer questions of your choice and win over 6,000 Ghana CDs cash prize weekly and other products from our sponsors. This season, viewers at home should watch out for the Syntax Tank question of the week. Be the first to answer correctly via WhatsApp or send SMS to 050-833-8888 and win incredible prizes. The person who answers most of the weekly questions correctly and fastest gets a 65-inch Samsung TV at the end of the season. Step up with Syntex Tan, showing on Joy Prime every Sunday, 7.30pm. Sponsored by Bell Ives, MTN Momo, Angel Cola. Powered by Syntex Tan. Joy Prime, your ultimate experience. one of our daily lucky winners dial star nine four six hash to play now or you can also play online at www.gameparkgames.com game park is regulated by the national lottery authority nation that honors its heroes is worth dying for. After months of rigorous contests for recognition in the regions and districts, the maiden edition of the Ghana Health Service Excellence Awards 2023. The grand finale comes off at the Grand Arena, Accra International Conference Center. Join us, celebrate, and honor our hardworking health professionals. Date, November 29, 2023. Our special guest of honor, Her Excellency, Mrs. Rebecca Akufuado, First Lady, Republic of Ghana. From 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., there will be an exhibition, free health screening, blood donation, and public lectures. 6 p.m., arrival in style. And at 7 p.m., the main awards event begins. For sponsorship, contact 0244-125-314 or 0543 726-406 Ghana Health Service Excellence Awards Celebrating our heroes Our lifeline Right now we'll be home is My people won't make me lose me If they score we are slow Go TV Super Plus in tea. We go watch all the Premier League matches Come on, they finish Official Fisher, <laughs> 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 
I say I am one of you. Rama no definition. What you be Prepare for an exhilarating experience at the main fair of the 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. Doors will be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day to welcome you. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. Whether you're embarking on your home ownership journey or looking for upgrades, this fair is your destination for all things housing. Encounter a comprehensive assembly of stakeholders from Ghana's housing and construction sectors. Engage the experts across the spectrum of home creation and enhancement. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Planned City Extension Project from Citizen Habitats. Rent to Own. And sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough. Springfield Estates, where dreams are built. Virtual Security, complete security solution. DBS, your roof experts. Virtual InfoSec Africa, security solutions by design. Alphabet City. The ABC of Home Sweet Home, St. Gobain Weber, Jiprock, Prorock, Placo, Isover, making the world a better home. Clifton Homes, beautiful homes, wise investments. The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. I am Rafik Salami Wa. This is Dwayne News. Independent, fearless, and credible. Government has continued to engage key operational independent power producers in positive and constructive bilateral negotiations. Engagements have centered on the sustainability of Ghana's energy sector, as well as the restructuring of legacy IPPs and power purchase agreements. Future proven timely payment to IPPs going forward and the implementation of critically needed energy sector reforms. Government Mr. Speaker, to finalize commercial agreements with key IPPs in the coming weeks. Mr. Speaker, government remains mindful and appreciative of the continuing commitment on the part of IPPs, not only to support Ghana's one sector, but to collaborate with government and the ECG to achieve sustainable future for the sector, while shoring up Ghana's reputation as a compelling investment climate. Wells Fargo presents one of the surest ways to grow your money. A Wells Fargo CD account where you can earn a 5.00% annual percentage yield on an 11-month term with a minimum opening deposit of $5,000. Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash CD rates to open a CD account and start growing your savings with us. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Mr. Speaker, Ghana has been at the forefront for advocacy for a fit-for-climate global financial architecture 
while expanding its engagement to mobilize climate financing. At the 2023 IMF World Bank Group annual meetings, Ghana secured critical financing to support climate adaptation and mitigation measures. These include $54 million to establish a Ghana Share Landscape Emission Reduction Project, $4.8 million successfully earned by reducing nearly 1 million tons of carbon emissions through forestry conservation. We expect to earn over 45 million in 2024. Additionally, government has signed six MOUs with Switzerland, Singapore, Sweden, South Korea, as well as some public and private entities in line of Article 6 of the Paris Agreement. Mr. Speaker, our leadership as chair of the Climate Vulnerable Forum and the Vulnerable 20 Group is a prime example directed by our Ministers of Finance, Environment, Science and Technology, Innovation and Foreign Affairs. Under Ghana's tenure, we've only not only raised our global science standing in climate discussions, but also championed the interests of climate vulnerable nations. Our President Nana Dudanko Akufuado chairs the CBF. Since 2021, under the direction of the Ghana's direction, the CVF and V20 have driven a forward-thinking agenda to counter climate change threats. Crucially, Ghana has been instrumental in pushing for reforms in the global financial system to make a more environment for resilient growth and sustainable development. Mr. Speaker, advocating for reform, the global financial system underscores our commitment to focus on a future where climate resilient growth and sustainable development are at the forefront. By championing this, Ghana will lead with a vision for climate resilience in a more environmentally imperative way. It is a pathway to enduring prosperity and stability for developing countries globally, ensuring that we are equipped to face climate challenges while progressing towards a sustainable and prosperous future. Mr. Speaker, today I have highlighted our collective achievements as a nation to this August House. I've also demonstrated how our investment over the last seven years have positively impacted individuals, households, businesses, and communities. We have, Mr. Speaker, a safer country. We have a more physically and digitally connected society. We have a more educated and skilled population through our policy approach the foundation for a country has been laid where ingenuity being encouraged, innovation is supported, public service is valued, responsibility is shared, prosperity is shared, and accountability for the custodianship of public resources is privatized. Mr. Speaker, this is marked change from when I first stood before this House on 2nd March 2017. At that time, Mr. Speaker, so had decimated the incomes of businesses and households. The financial sector was weak and near collapse. Trained nurses had stayed home for years without employment. NHIS was in arrears for over a year. A sizable number of Ghanaians were unable to assess senior high school education. Above all, our economic prospects are deemed considerable. I referred then 
to the biblical story of five loaves and two fishes to illustrate the approach in turning the economy around. Mr. Stuka, as Sudia in March 27 asks that the country's poultry, two fishes and five loaves be multiplied. Indeed, as a young boy gave all he had to the multitudes, so have we. And the Lord, in response, has blessed our nation, and this we should not forget. From a nominal GDP, Mr. Speaker, of 262 billion in 2017 to 1 trillion in 2014. Invested in the future of our children under the free SHS program with 1.2 million students having access to free secondary school education. We supported the poor and vulnerable through an enhanced sleep program by increasing the number of beneficiary households from 212,000 in 2017 to 350,000 in 2023 with an aim of 450,000 in the medium term. We invested in provisioning one hot nutritional meal per day to 3.2 million pupils in our basic schools and provided steady income stream for 32,496 caterers. We invested the most in the construction, rehabilitation, and upgrading of major roads network across the country. We supported small businesses with 750 million during the COVID-19 pandemic through the CAPBAS program and other interventions. We invested, Mr. Speaker, in making sure that all public workers were paid every month during the COVID-19 pandemic, including the teachers who were paid for all the nine months when the academic calendar was disrupted. We invested to strategically establish 160 factories across the districts under 1D1F. Investing in the expansion of health infrastructure in every district under the Agenda 111 initiative. The greatest health push in the history of our country. Mr. Speaker, let me make this opportunity to recognize the strong partnership that has coexisted between the government and organized labor over this period. I also want to use the occasion to thank the leadership of organized labor for their positive cooperation since 2017. Yesterday, as I mentioned, 14 November 2023, we successfully concluded negotiations for the 2024 single spine salary structure, the pace pay, which culminated in a 23% increase in the base pay of the single spine salary structure across board from January to June 2024, and a readjustment of an additional 2% to 25% from July 2024 to December 2024. This wouldn't have been possible without the cooperation and strong leadership of labor unions. We thank you. Since then, we have stayed focused on our plans. However, it is not smooth sailing. There have been ebbs and flows. We have faced severe headwinds since March 2022 as an economy. The economy has faced multiple shocks. We have not created enough jobs and food inflation remains high, creating hardships, and we are committed to tackling this. However, we are re-anchoring our path using the PCPEG as our compass, our true north. Mr. Speaker, backed by the PCPEG, the 2023 budget seeks to restore and sustain macroeconomic stability. 
of hard work and the grace of God, we are on the path of stability and growth. Thankfully, a sense of a new beginning has taken hold. Despite our remarkable progress in the last 10 months, risks still abound. In October 2023, the IMF reported that global recovery remains low with little margin for error. The Kenyan finance minister also noted in September 2023, and I quote, all low and middle income countries are walking a tightrope given the current economic constraints globally. Mr. Speaker, we are aware of these pressures and risks. So far, the implementation of government PCPEC, which addresses these pressures, is delivering the immediate intended results. We have successfully concluded the domestic debt operations and are making steady progress on external debt restructuring. We are implementing the new growth strategy, which prioritizes the completion of key transformative interventions to improve the quality of life and welfare of our people. Mr. Speaker, for our future, large public spending and deficits cannot remain embedded in our public policy program. So after achieving macroeconomic stability, the gains will be anchored on enhanced fiscal responsibility rules. The IMF is already working with us to strengthen these rules in order to maintain macroeconomic stability and implement structural reforms needed to sustain the country on a strong path of economic growth and transformation. Mr. Speaker, to achieve the 2024 budget has been developed to ensure the accelerated implementation of the PCPEC program to expand investment in the rail sector to implement the new growth strategy, to consolidate and complete the ongoing infrastructural work, and to mobilize climate finance to, to enable us build resilience. The policy outlines in this budget will also ensure that Ghana remains attractive for domestic and foreign investment. The feedback from my center of engagement with key stakeholders have also been included in our policy choices. Mr. Speaker, more importantly, the various components of the government-owned financial ecosystem, such as Development Bank of Ghana, GCB, CBG, Gestel, Ghana Community Exchange, GIF, Venture Capital, Trust Fund, GEA, will all be strengthened to enable us to address the concerns of the private sector in respect of access to credit, access to skills, labor, and raw materials. Mr. Speaker, we do this knowing that the key to our prosperity is not handling out, handing out free goods and services to our underprivileged folks, rather it is by providing skills and financing to enable people to generate income and jobs. Mr. Speaker, we continue to optimize our tourism infrastructure. The improvements in key tourist sites have been complemented by aggressive marketing to reposition Ghana. Next month, as in recent years, our country will expect to an increase in tourists seeking to patronize the December in Ghana event. Our investment in CCTVs and our roads and provisions of increased logistics for the security services will continue to support these events and make them memorable. These investments would also facilitate the hosting of the 13th All-Africa Games in Accra from 8th to 23rd March 2024. This will put Ghana in the spotlight. In addition, 
Ghana has strategically positioned itself to mobilize climate financing and champion a fit for climate global architecture. Mr. Speaker, we also are creating a new financing division at the ministry to ensure that we stay ahead of the game. Mr. Speaker, a new and exciting opportunity is Ghana's newfound wealth in lithium and graphite, which will be extracted in line with the green minerals policy to support our energy transition. Mr. Speaker, the Minerals Income Investment Fund has acquired a 6% contributing interest in Atlantic Lithium's Ghana portfolio. This will lead us to a new negotiating posture for all future extractive industry investments. Mr. Speaker, in view, in line with Ghana's localization policy, Atlantic Lithium will list on the Ghana Stock Exchange to further enhance and deepen local participation. Mr. Speaker, we are in a better place than we were before. The nation has been positively impacted and positioned to harness its prospects. We must move forward courageously, for as Second Timothy 1 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Uh, Mr. Speaker, a spirit of courage and of love and of a sound mind, and we must press on. It is in this same vein, Mr. Speaker, of courage and power that we have forged a resilience since 2017. It's important to recall that despite, Mr. Speaker, the poly crisis of 2019, the poly crisis in 2020, we have together taken, Mr. Speaker, all of us, a GDP of 219 billion to 1 trillion GDP this year. A key lesson from this leap since 2017 is for us, Mr. Speaker, to eschew unfounded pessimism and nihilism. We have shown, Mr. Speaker, that it is possible. It is possible to triple, to quadruple our GDP. It is possible to create a technologically savvy environment. It is possible to be the investment hub of the region. We should therefore, Mr. Speaker, be collectively proud of ourselves and the can-do spirit of our people. We have proven that a lot more is possible if we stay the course and believe in a future of immense possibilities. Media group launched an educare fund okay, to help brilliant but needy students um, as, as part of our CSR activities um, to see them through school. Uh, we thought that we should be able to extend the support beyond um, the educare fund. On the introduction of the free SHS, um, the question then was whether there will still be that value in 
providing for students at the SHS level, especially given that SHS was going to be free. So if that money isn't going into supporting individual students, then there should be another way of still investing to benefit such students. The management and board of the Educare Fund decided to invest in a project that creates more access to educational content for students wherever they live. So we looked around and uh, we spoke to Wolo. And then we spoke to our partners at SES, a satellite platform that MultiTV is on. And they decided that, look, it's a good course, we'll give you satellite bandwidth. We spoke to KNET, who then provided the ground services to put us on the satellite. And so this uh, match, then the three, the three partners, Platmos Media, then began to put the plan together. And then in December 2019, we launched. KNET started as a telecommunication service provider, but is uh, gradually uh, stepping up its um, operations and services to support this nation with its um, capacity. Uh, so uh, there was already uh, a plan by KNET to provide support for open university kind of uh, a learning system or platform because uh, others, other nations do it. You realize that up until recently when the universities have been very innovative and have uh, uh, instituted certain programs, uh, weekend programs, uh, vacation programs and things that are providing opportunities for people who cannot find physical space in the institutions to learn. And, uh, so when multimedia came up with uh, the same dream. It was like uh, two, um, a coincidence of uh, two minds. So we supported the course because we knew that this nation will not have enough space physically uh, to uh, provide the learning opportunities required by uh, our people. SES is a global leader in content connectivity uh, solutions uh, provision. We have over 70 satellites um, worldwide providing uh, video services and network services uh, to billions of uh, users, consumers uh, in, in the world. Multimedia Group has been a partner of SES for many years. Uh, when the um, SHS uh, double track system started, uh, multi-TV and um, his partners they approached us and they wanted to do something about getting these students who are at home whilst others are in school something to do. So we thought, why not use our platform, the, the SES multi-TV platform, to uh, provide an education channel for these kids who are at home to at least be able to catch up uh, yeah, and be able to do something. Right? Now, this multi-TV platform reaches more than, let's say, 65% of homes in Ghana. So if you take any, every, every three homes, two homes are watching multi-TV. So we knew that this platform will, will enable us to reach a lot of these kids at home.
Initially, when the project started, it was set up for senior high school students. But later, COVID struck, and the project needed to expand to include the junior high school students also. But after two years of operation, we expanded and we have included um, students at the basic, the primary level. So on a normal day, you have lessons from for basic school, also the primary school level, junior high school level, and the senior high school level. I charge my phone. I enjoy learning. baby. Pronouns, ne adjectives. Ça me quoi? Me spend two hours. Me sign banso, me sign spend two hours. Inti best me kona me ba ina me spend best four hours. Me timi be dulu kwa ne di matem. I've gained a lot. Even yesterday, I was listening to one um, Jacqueline. He was teaching English language. And the way he was expressing uh, himself about literature, English literature, I heard a lot about it. Understood certain things that I, it, for a long time, I've learned and I've started for, uh, I've forgotten. Globally, I would say it's one of the best way in education. Because you can stay somewhere very far, then you, you, you have access in learning without the help of anybody. You can use your learning alone to write your exams and pass. When it comes to going to extra classes, we join and I have not anything to water again because join and has free and they are, are helping me. It is free, you don't have to pay for it. I got to know more about the Joy Learning Essay Competition and now I have won gifts like plaque, books, t-shirts and many more. So I would like to encourage everybody to also participate in the Joy Learning Essay Competition so that he or she can also win some of the gifts like the plaque, books and the t-shirts too. I wasn't good at mass but Joy Learning helped me to uh, do well at mass. Uh, when I go to school it helped me to solve uh, problems where uh, that my teacher will give me. Some of us, especially in Northern region here, there is poverty. We try and doing the program free. We are able to, to go as far as we can. And, and we really urge the, the sponsors of the program to continue doing it free. I encountered Joy Learning about a year ago. We were just watching TV and then she just changed the channel to that station and then I was like wow I, I never knew there was something like this so started watching Joy Learning and then that really improved her writing skills and her reading skills as well. I think they should do a lot of essay writing because it really helps the kids a lot. 
We want to continue doing this, but who knows? Uh, so we are going to support this initiative for as long as uh, it takes. On top of that, we are also looking at a way of um, enhancing the service. We'll be providing some content on demand. Right? So today, um, the service is what we call linear broadcasting. So the kids are watching what we broadcast. But it would be good for them to be able to perhaps at some point download or, or, or receive content specific to what, 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 what they're learning at, at different times on any device anywhere so they're not just stuck to the TV uh, all the time. So there's something I would like to do in the future to help these kids. financial information and business news updates, Joy Business is your most authentic plug at any point in time. Never miss the marketplace which comes your way every weekday at 1pm with all the in-depth market analysis. At 5pm Business Live will bring you all the sights and sounds that matters in business on the Joy News channel. Glean practical insights from the day-to-day experiences of entrepreneurs on the Joy Business Van every Wednesday at 5pm on Joy News. The food chain also takes you on a thorough journey from the production to consumption of plants and livestock every Saturday at 6pm with a repeat on Tuesday at 2.30pm on Joy News. Brick and Mortar, which shows every Saturday at 4pm on Joy Prime, is designed to equip you with all you need to know about the housing and construction industry. Trust Business Connect to keep you in tune with the times every Monday at 9pm on Joy Prime. You can interact with us on Facebook at Joy Business and on LinkedIn at Joy Business GH. Joy Business, empowering, prospering together. I'm delighted to invite you to come and celebrate with us five years of promoting active citizenship and local philanthropy. When we set out in November 2018, our intention was to establish an organization for Ghanaians by Ghanaians to build the involvement of the citizenry in our development processes. We've learned a lot of lessons on the way uh, from 2018 when we didn't have the resources to fund the enormous dream that we had. Looking for it, building partnerships, and also learning new ways of engaging, especially 
with the COVID experience where we didn't have access to people and to premises to organize around. We are happy to say that over the five years, we've been able to do new things in new ways. We have been able to help to roll out such meaningful projects as Shift the Power and also to engage on various issues, including women's education, women's engagement in development, and also national security and youth participation, especially in urban governance. We have worked with various entities, our partners, CSO partners, such as uh, the West African Civil Society Institute and other parties. We have worked with people we didn't work before with, like uh, traditional authorities, queen mothers, various artisans associations, and smaller entities all over the country. We are delighted by what we have learned. We are excited by it because we are also promoting a culture of Ghanaians mobilizing to get resources to put their money where their mouths are. We are very optimistic that if Ghanaians recognize and understand their right to demand accountability, a lot more will go into governance, a more balanced approach to governance will be realized. So come along with us. Over the next three months, there'll be a number of activities, exciting things to do, reflections and spaces for strategizing for the way forward. Come along with us and thank you so much for your attention. In Washington, our leaders are fighting the obesity epidemic by making sure that their health plans cover obesity treatments. If they would only do the same for the rest of us, we wouldn't have to make this ad. Tell our leaders, update Medicare policy to include obesity medications now. Paid for by the Health Equity Coalition for Chronic Disease. When things feel a bit chaotic, Instacart helps deliver milk and sausage. Add a little life to your cart. Get stuff from literally all your stores, from baby wipes to albacore. Add a little life to your cart. Instacart helps get your groceries. Your first three deliveries are free. Download Instacart. Add life to cart. Terms apply. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects, but there's an easier way. Thumbtack is the app that makes it easier to care for your home. Pull out your phone and in just a few taps, search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Download Thumbtack and start caring for your home the easier way. And now, a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. Well, today you can expect lots of cloud cover with 0% chance of raining on your parade because you'll be riding your motorcycle vroom vroom. That rumbling low-pressure system beneath you should give way to a relaxing commute and the sudden urge to take the scenic route everywhere you go because, dang nabbit, you're having fun out there. Add your forecast back to you. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day's a beautiful day to ride with coverage from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Get a quote today and see what you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
what did your parents think about you um, and, and what you're doing or what you've decided to do? Because you've been doing this for the past 20 years. So uh, over, 20, over the years, yeah. what did your uh, parents think about uh, this that, you're, that, that, that we, we've come to know? So somewhere before. in 2012, I, after the whole audition, audition, audition thing, I went to Galud. Right. Yeah, and um, about uh, like uh, six months course. So I lied to them that oh, I had a room in town, but it was just one old man's um, bar. And uh, I, the, the town, since it was a village, mm. the boys and the girls, the rich guys, they had already occupied the rooms. But the school had a hostel, but it was super full. So I went to see the old man. I used this pub, kind of like new. I brought my mosquito net and my student mattress in there. Charlie, some hustler be. I lied to my parents that you are guests of Ruby. Went there, back to back, back to back, learning and all that. Then, boom, when I was in school, every week we'll have the show, then we'll crown the best actor, best supporting actor, best director and all that. I didn't have money. So I was depending on that thing. I lost just once. That was the first time. I cried like, yo, I need money. So, after, so you win, they, they give yeah, you money. Right? Yeah, like a hundred Ghana cities for the best actor. So okay. I was depending on that money for the week because I have to buy um, pure water, the bag. Back, yeah. I needed to use that to bath. Uh, my skin was Charlie destroying with the whole village water, you know. So after you have that, a sensitive sink. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Mm. I don't use the creams and all that. I mm. try to abstain from the sun. Okay, please. Yeah, I'm trying to be like you, like sweet like you. Oh, <laughs> so moving forward, yeah, depending on that, Hamburg and Cities every week, I took it. So I was like the Michael Jackson on campus. Then on the D-Day, I won the overall best actor. Actor. So it was then my parents were like, oh, okay. This good. Yeah, this guy, he means business. He really wants to do oh, this. So they, yeah. they allowed. But even after that, Charlie, you know where we are. I had a challenge. I was good, that's what the directors were saying, but I wasn't looking matured. Now, mm. Back to scripting, like, and people needed matured faces, matured mm. um, actors and all. And I was so small like them. But hey, here we are. Now we are doing our own content. Yeah, mm. so the transition, what happened? Why, you know, because, I mean, you can stay um, as the actor that you are mm. and not... Now you're create you're you know more known for creating content. Yeah. We see you on social media, yeah. your YouTube pages, and yeah. and all your social media pages. You're creating content mm. uh, instead of being you know behind oh yeah. no uh, in front of the camera mm. acting. Uh, we don't see you in movies. Mm. I've seen you in a couple of movies and all of that. We talk about uh, the number of movies that you've starred in, but I mean, what happened? Why the transition all, all of a sudden? So, I mean, I'm an actor, we're all waiting to be called for scripts, you mm. know. But there was a time I was super depressed because the jobs weren't coming. Mm. I was so, so depressed. And it was about a fire burning inside me. Like, this fire was burning. I needed to act. I needed to be in front of the camera and all. Then I said, yo, let me just write my own script. Shut, 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 shut do something, gather some coins, and put it out there, just so that the fire doesn't die. Right. I was so depressed, and it's funny how comedy came out from a dark place. Mm. You are down, you're, you're teary, and you're writing, and you put it out there, and people are laughing. No, like People didn't actually know 
where those stories were coming from. Coming from a very dark place. You know, a super dabar. Hey, thank God, thank God I actually um, used this whole depression thing very well. I mean, life will throw things at you. It depends on how. How is that real? I, I mean, a lot of people uh, have been talking about depression, mm. depression lately. Yeah. Is it that real? It's real. It's real. It's, and, yo, know, creatives cry a lot. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you're not my friend. Yeah. Creatives cry a lot because you work, you cook when everyone is asleep. During the day, you put it out there, and everyone's like, ah, not bad. It's cool. And this is something like you cooked overnight. Mm. You know, expectations. Like, Charlie, depression is real. What is the problem? What do you think is the problem? Do you think the, there's an industry problem? Do you think there's an individual problem which uh, has to do with their creative themselves? Or uh, there's a general uh, problem with creative industry mm. here in Ghana? Because, I mean, now you're, you're, you're talking about creatives crying. Yeah. What, what do you think is the problem? Why are we not... Uh, why do you have to cry? Why do you have to be depressed? I think, I think uh, let's blame everyone. Okay. Let's blame everyone. And um, let's see uh, content beyond laughter, beyond exposure. Mm. Let's see it as a business. Right. Because for the filmmaker, the filmmaker is projecting language, food, dress, locations, in the country right. to the rest of the world. So I think if we see the business aspect of... We as human beings, I'm sure that's how we, we, we were wired. If you tell us that, Charlie, this thing is selling now, mm. then we'll go make serious. Right. You feel me? Yeah. Let's see the business aspect of all these things. So, if it's like that, investors will come on board. The, um, the government will be interested in it. Content sells. Let no one lie to you. Right. Filmmaking is selling. Filmmaking in Nigeria is oil. Right. It's like an oil business. Everyone. Yeah, all over Netflix. Yes. Everyone is shooting, everyone is working. But here, here we are trying, but we can take about three months before we see a good movie. You know, let's go hard on it. Ghanaians, we don't like taking risks. Mm. Yeah, it applies everywhere music, content, film. We don't like taking risks. Let's go hard on it. Mm. In whatever that we do, you know, I'm sure we'll be actually. How many movies have you starred in? Uh, I can't, I can't uh, count, but not. But you did like some walker pass somewhere, mm, main, um, main, main cats somewhere, or yeah. supporting role somewhere. Mm. Hey, Charlie. So if you put all you know, my, in my mind now, eh. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.